G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. Today's drop, we're going to give you highlights of the week. My name's Jack. Once again, I'm gladly joined by good mate and fellow sporting diehard, Gus. Gus Bus, how you going, mate? Good, thanks, Jack. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Producer Frey? Good, thanks. Good, good. He just Look, nodded his head. Nod. <laughs> Audio medium, mate. <laughs> yeah. How's the week, boys? Very good. Very good. Sorry I'm late for uh, this one. That's all right. We're midway through the, the next week, if you will. Well, well, a, I had a blunder last week, too, so one all. <laughs> We're on fire. Yeah. I'm in the lead. <laughs> yeah, you're always ready. To go. You're on zero blunders. It's like golf, I guess. Yeah, chess. True. Playing for scratch. Um, how was your it's week? Rob Dog calling you. <laughs> good week, actually. Missed one Pilates though, so I wasn't too happy about that. Oh, what, what was that? On the Goldie. Oh, fair enough. Lifestyle <laughs> choice. That's yeah. fair. This is on the beach. Um, boys, before we get started into some highlights of the week, um, once again we want to thank our podcast sponsor. Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified grass-fed beef and pork straight from their local farm in Toowoomba <laughs> and straight to your door or workplace. Or wherever you are. Wherever you are, wherever you want to be, they'll deliver it to you. Kind of like the letters that Hogwarts sends when you get um, accepted to Hogwarts. <laughs> no way. That's, yeah, I agree with that. They find you. The owl will find you. It'll find you. <laughs> they all get an owl each. You don't get oh, given an owl. It's just Harry. No, you have to buy an owl. Because Ron's family has an owl, Errol, and it's really, um, it's really bad. True. It's like old and worn out. It's like the oh, and then, But Harry... Had... <laughs> we'll get into that later. But Harry... Hagrid bought Harry Hedwig. How's all that H's? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I think you don't have to have an owl. Hogwarts will just still send an owl, like a generic one, oh, that must be with nice. your letter. Oh, nice indeed. <laughs> um... Anyway, let's, let's get into it. So, we've had a little bit of tennis in the past week, in particular. Heaps. Yeah, heaps. Um, starting off, moving on, for, we talked about it last week. The tournament hadn't finished yet in Miami, but the Barty Party. Fired off some firecrackers and <laughs> held a party. Bloody oath. She, um, she took a win. So She was defending, by the way. You guys shot me down. Yeah, it but it was, the, year, it yeah, was it the previous was... year. So. <laughs> Accounts. So she was. She technically was defending. She's um, three. She's held it for three years. You could say. Yeah, great. And <laughs> yeah, had a really good win. Unfortunately, um, was it Andrescu who she played in the final? Yes, Andrescu pulled out in the final. But you take yeah. those. I think Barty was already up, wasn't she? She was up a set and four love, I think. And then, and then I don't know if she got injured at that point or was she was she was carrying an injury. I'm not sure. I think she was carrying, but then. I think at the start or the back end of the first, it, it was it looked a bit one of those got aggravated exactly. Um, but you know, not to take away anything from the Barty party. She no way. Played a really good tournament. That's the sport, you know. Injuries are part of it. Yeah, and and that's it. So super stoked for Barty. Obviously maintaining her number one in the world position. World record holder. Bloody hope, and hopefully for the year to come. My tip, my tip still was though she would lose it and then regain it by Wimby, <laughs> by taking out Wimby. Yeah. I don't know. I, does Naomi play much on clay? Is she big on the clay season? You wouldn't think so. No, I didn't. I wouldn't Just think her, of her game's game built style. for it. Yeah, but Barty, as proof is in the pudding, she does rate it. Well, we didn't. I'd, Although she doesn't rate it, she yeah. won. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone was going on about Barty, like, oh, she, Wimby, Wimby's her slam, Wimby's her slam, and she gets to the French. Yeah. No one even gave her a shout. I don't think she gave herself much of a shout. But her craft was. I don't Just know. Just works on it. Yeah. So, so, I don't know if she might... I like Stoza, like when Stoza won it. She was just, she ripped balls, body ripped, like she was... Stoza win the French. Yeah, mate. Really? Yeah. I thought she just won the US. No, uh, the French. No way. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a confusion now. But, you know, that crafty heavy ball that she's hitting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, who knows? And then hopefully you can do the same in the opposite manner on Wimby. Her slice is suited for Wimby, right? Yeah. Because they say that like it skids on. So if you're keeping the ball low, money. I'm tipping it. I don't think she's going to lose the one. I don't see it happening. She's playing really well. Playing really well. Who's going to beat her? Other than maybe Osaka on a day. Yeah, Osaka on a day. I just think she's going to stay solid enough in the results. Like and and now, yeah, and now she's got the matches under her belt. It seems to be rolling. Yeah. So bring it on. Keep it coming. Just found it, boys. Stoza has never won. The French in singles. She made oh, the final oh. in two ten. 
2019. But she won the doubles of the French in 2006. To be fair, making the final of a slam is pretty huge. That is pretty big. So She's semi-finaled three times and finaled once. Okay, she's successful there. Successful at the French. That's why. That's why it's in your head. It's like, surely. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Um, Moving on from the Barty Party, we've got a birthday shout out to (laughs) one of our (laughs) favourites. If you're listening. Kokonakis. Happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, Kokonakis. And not only is it his birthday, but he's been doing quite well at the moment. He's getting matches under the belt and he's playing a Charlie in Split. Split. Croatia. Oh, right. <laughs> and he won through to the quarterfinal. I think he lost a fairly tight one. Yeah, but, you know. It's a runner wins. Wins, wins a win. Where, yeah. Wherever you are, whether it's in Charlie's, ITFs or on the tour. It's a know. pretty happy birthday, I reckon. Yeah, un- unbelievable. His um, birthday is close to ours. April. The April gang. <laughs> That's what they it's call good, us. It's a good month. <laughs> <Did they? laughs> oh, here comes the April gang. I've heard that round the traps. Here comes the <laughs> April. Because we're always hanging out with Tanasi. Yeah. <laughs> here they come, the April gang. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully Thanasi, um keeps up his form leading into a couple of the biggest slams midway through the year. So, it's going to be good to see. Um, we've also seen on the women's side, Storm Sanders qualified for yep. the Charleston Open. Yeah. Um, beating a couple of good wins in qualies. Um, her last one, last round of qualies against Asia Muhammad. Solid win. And then... One eventually... first round as well. Yeah. And then eventually losing to Kvitova. Yeah. Which is, you know... That's, that's fair. That's <laughs> class player. The tough, tough player to run into. So, um, so yeah, that's... Pretty good result. She'd be happy. And she's into qualies for Charleston 2. Oh, Charleston now. 2.0. Yeah, it's called Charleston 2. I don't know if it just happens at the same time or it's Not afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> our expertise <laughs> shining through again. Um, so yeah, a few Aussies doing well. Um, we've got another birthday actually. Do we? Local legend Maverick Baines. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday, Maverick! He, I played him about a year ago actually. Maverick Baines, how'd you go? Not good. Played well though. <laughs> <laughs> Hit a good ball. <laughs> yeah, that's all that counts. Yes, absolutely. Had fun. That's all. That that's counts. all. That now counts. that is all that's, that counts. It's, it's about having fun. Tennis you know? was the winner. Tennis was the winner. <laughs> And Mav. Yeah. <laughs> Mav was also the winner. Yeah, yeah. Still hurting, actually. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on from tennis, um, I guess it's been in the news pretty heavily in the last week. Um, retirements, both negative and positive. I guess the retirement line, people have dipped on either side of it. <laughs> yeah. Passed both ways through the door. <laughs> Pre and post. Mm. Um, first in the NRL, we've had... Un- Pretty unfortunate, actually. Two unbelievable players of the game in Mick Morgan and Jake Friend having to retire. Medically f- retire. Yeah, the first one that came out the start of last week, I believe. Jake Friend, mm. HIA, concussion. It, it, it was revealed he'd had 20 concussions through his career. That's not, can't. That's a lot. Yeah. So I think, and then he, what is it? His last few games, he's had a few. Yeah, well, he got sidelines two weeks ago from just like a, it was a bit of a. It didn't get clean knocked out, but it was like a head knock left and yeah. a bit dazed. I think at the end of last year he had a couple as well. Yeah, possibly but, but, an but I guess it's just like the small little continuous knocks. Yeah, definitely. I feel I, I heard one of the commentators saying it's not usually the one or two big knockouts you get doing damage long term. It's continual little knocks. Little yeah. knocks. Um. So fair call. Health is key. Yeah. And mate, bloody good career. Really good career. I think um he he's a bit he's one of those players. I feel like Scotty Prince was a bit unlucky with timing. Yep. In terms That's of like rep footy. Yeah. Like you run into Cam Smith dummy half for the Maroons and yeah, you're just not years. you're not displacing him. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool to see him get a run last year and that to was good. manage to lift up the trophy and actually. Win. Yeah. So that was good for him. For Friendy. <laughs> yeah, very good for him. Origin um, was the winner. Yeah, and he's done. And the Maroons were also. Maroons, he's won, taken premiership. Three premierships, Three. I believe. He's into like 200 premiership matches played. It's crazy stats. That's a lot of NRL he probably, games. He probably doesn't get talked about as much. As I don't think enough. And everyone who plays, like all the Roosters that play with him, say that he's, like they really admire him because I think he just does it with hard work or he's always just done it with really hard so work. So like not a super like talented or... Not, not the fastest bloke, not the biggest bloke. Doesn't usually put on a highlight reel, but does the fundamentals. Good service out of dummy half. Very hard working in defense. Yeah. Just gets the job done. And wasn't afraid of a big match either. No, he loved it. 
under pressure, he was just he come up with like little grubbers into the in goal. That was that was a little fundamentals. Yeah, I like that. I agree. So, um, congratulations so, to Friendy. Bloody oath. Um, another one, one of our favourites, unfortunately, also having to retire is Mick Morgan. I know. Morgo. I think this one was a shoulder. Yeah. So apparently he had because you know how he was out most of last year with a his surgery his um shoulder issue. Yep. In in the off season he had surgery again, and then. He it's like a one to two percent chance you get an infection post op. He had a post op infection, and it was bad enough that it ate away at a lot of his cartilage in his shoulder. Oh god! And then I think in round two, one of the screws in the joint snapped. Shit, it doesn't sound good and damaged the joint more. Yeah. So he was just like, like Can't he do it. gave it every, gave it every chance, and it just had really bad luck with it. Well, he's had a once again unbelievable career. Yeah, I know he's only like. What, pretty young, 29. 29. 29. So, won a Prem. Yep. Boys. Grand, grand final another time. On his back in 2017. Yes. Because the cows were coming no. into the finals. They were like $100 odds to win the Prem. <laughs> and then Morgo just with Thurston it, out, I believe. Yeah. He just carried the team. Just went on a crazy run. Him and Jace just pretty much yeah. ripped through the pack. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Mick Morgan, Jake Friend. Congratulations, Morgo, as well. Exactly. On a on a positive note, now this is this is a great one. Mick Fanning, Mick Fanning, pull up. <laughs> Let me ride away. Um, he he's back. He got a wild card into I think a WSL event. Narrabeen. Narrabeen coming up in next month. I think it's this month. This month. Sorry, we're officially in April. We're in now. April. Yeah. Yeah. So but this month, a couple of weeks away. Um, three. I think what three years ago he retired. So he must be obviously thirty nine. I think. Probably still younger than Kelly. I wonder if he's just been like looking at Kelly, just <laughs> still get <laughs> it done. Geez, still not retiring, eh? Well, I guess he's been, you know, he probably still surfs every day. Well, he's done a bunch of those. He's done more, like he's been at um, Cape Fear. Yeah. He's done that. I know he's done those surf trips where he goes just hectic places to find crazy waves. Yeah. Well, you he went in the Antarctic? Yeah. Like surf the glacier for yeah. falling off or something. And at night under the northern lights, I think. That's it. Yeah. So he's done some pretty crazy stuff. I guess he's ticked that off and now he's like, well, let's have, a, let's have yeah. another crack. I like, saw a comment. And he just, I think he just sort of said like, I'm not getting any younger. I've sort of thought about it a bit. If I'm going to do it, I'm not, you know, why not just do it now? Yeah. And so he just, I think he said, um, he said he retired because he, I think in his last event, he was in the final. Was it at Bells? I can't remember. Yep. He... He said, I think Italo Ferreira won. Yeah. And he watched him celebrate. And he, he, he's quoted as saying he didn't feel, he was like, I don't think I feel that passion anymore. And he retired. He's like, he didn't feel quite that same level as he thought he needed to. Yeah. But I guess he's just been watching and he's thought, Gee, a wild card. Wouldn't it be nice? Why yeah. not give it a go? Well, he wanted, I'm pretty sure he wanted to do, to compete, get a wild card into either Pipe or another event last year. J-Bay. Yeah, J-Bay, sorry. J-Bay, yeah. yeah. But obviously couldn't because of coronavirus. Um, so yeah, hopefully we want to see him. I think he said he's not expecting too much. He was it was classic Mick. He was like, "Oh, they're so good these days. <laughs> I wouldn't expect too much from me." Like, yeah, three time <laughs> world champ, yeah. mate. Come on, give yourself a look. Give yourself a look. Did uh, do you know? I think they used to call him White Lightning. Yes. How good is that? <laughs> That's a sick name. A bit like um, is it NBA player White Chalk? A bit like White Chalk. Yeah. yeah. I've got the White Chalk jersey. Unbelievable. Really good. Um, so yeah, Mick Fanning, it's going to be, maybe really Joel Parco. <laughs> the boys. The boys coming back. <laughs> Get the bolters out. Um, they've they're got to be similar age, so I'm sure he's fit enough to do it still. Could be. Some 39-year-olds are not in that professional athlete shape. That's though. true. <laughs> so you've got to keep yourself there. That's true. So yeah, anyway, so on good retirement news, coming back from retirement. Back Mick, through the yeah, door. Mick Fanning. So keen as I'm really keen to watch that. Oh, for sure. And I think, I, I don't know. I feel as though he's going to enjoy it, which is going to yeah. produce some pretty it's good stuff. It's going to be surfing. a fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's just sort of going to get out there. Happy to be there. All right. Next up, we've got a few um, track and field records, in particular on the track. First time we've talked about running, I think. Yeah, but these ones are not. Apart from Usain. Yeah, yeah, talk about that's, Usain. That's, a bit. <laughs> that's an easy one to talk about. Speaking of Usain, <laughs> what's he done? Just the way laid us. Usain follows Roger Fabrice. Fabrice. Yeah, yeah, and you see him announce Jerry's going to go for the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jerry, Jerry Bronson, Bronson. Yeah, because he's apparently they don't um follow the World Doping Agency. 
No, they don't. <laughs> How's that? So he's banned for four years from most sports. Imagine if he could just go and play like... He's good enough. I reckon he's as quick and as agile more so than... He's really quick. Big core, but like Val Holmes. I reckon Jared. he could be. He's really, really quick. And he's strong. He looks big, hey. Always been... <laughs> He's four year band strong. Yeah, well I'm guess I'm guessing he obviously had stopped taking substances, but um yeah, he can go over play NFL or try to. Why not? I mean he's got four what, years. What else is he gonna do? He's twenty years old. He's yeah. made a mistake or a few mistakes. Like he, rugby union can't pick him up because it's under the Yeah, same. they're all yeah. yeah. So why not? Why not give him something to work towards and do for four years? Or what about um Super League? I think that still counts. Under the same banner. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, anyway. Yeah, anyway, so within the women's, um, there's a 1,500-meter record that's been broken by Lyndon, Lyndon Hall. Yep. She's Australian. Aussie? What's an Australian record? That makes sense. Oh, sorry. Look, yeah. at, me, look at me figuring it out. <laughs> Australian record. Producer Frey's shaking his head. <laughs> as a, yeah. As usual. Yeah, as usual from, from our chat. Um. <laughs> She ran a sub four minute fifteen hundred. Yeah, which it's quick. I guess it sounds pretty quick. I think it's quick. She looked quick in the highlight. Well, I only related to like when you you go for like a run, a long run, and you hit like people say, "Oh, you run a five minute K." That's pretty. That's, that's pretty, pretty good quick. pace. Like yeah. five, four to five minute K. That's quick. Four minute for fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's quick. And we just watched some highlights of her just before. She speedy. was speedy. She was speed. Yeah, speedy, and about like. Probably 100, 200 meters in front of the rest of the pack. Yeah, it was actually a right. The peloton. <laughs> the peloton was grinding. <laughs> Imagine the the spirit would go out of you in the peloton when someone's running a record pace, just 100 meters ahead of you. Oh, for sure. You just let that person go and then focus on the rest of the group, surely. Focus on the podium. Yeah. That's what I did in my RA card anyway. <laughs> oh, stop it. And your breaststroke career. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Give us a look. I had a great breaststroke career. He's a state rep, mate. State rep. No so, one believes me still. Do you want me to break down her year a little bit further for you oh, guys? For sure. I've, uh, I've got some stats up and they're pretty unreal. From Lyndon? Yep. Lyndon Hall. Mm-hmm. So she cracked the four minute. It was three minute, 59 seconds and 67 mil. Love that. On the clock. So she only yeah. just clicked that yeah. four minutes. Unbelievable. Um, but that's not the only thing she's done this year. She's also set the fastest time for the 1,000-meter record, Australian record, as well, this year. Yep. And then only last week, she became the fourth fastest female in Aussie history of 800 meters as well. So oh. she's got some wheels on her. 800 meters is such a That's gut crazy. punch of a race. Yep. See you in, was it, was it Tokyo? Yeah, yep. it's still Tokyo. See you in Tokyo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surely. I don't know how that works, but... Yep. And that thing there, so. the last 700 meters of 1500 she did was 65 meters in front of the rest of the That's outrageous. <laughs> That's so tough. Oh. oh. That's so fast. 800 is the worst race as well. It's such a gut punch. Because they have. Because what do you do? Do you sprint it or do you just like. Well, I think if you're actually in shape, they essentially run <laughs> yeah. like a, a near sprint. I think, I think the 400 is the furthest you go where it's just like. You're commit, sprinting. commit, commit, commit. Mm. And you have to back the 800 off a bit. But, but, yeah. but still pretty high intensity. Yeah, un- un- No, real. thank you. Thanks. Yeah. How was my most feared event in school? <laughs> yeah, the, the nerves before the 800. Oh, man. My word. All right, so yeah, Lyndon Hall. Unbelievable effort. And also we've seen from the UK a world record. A world record yep. being broken. By, she's not even a track athlete. By Beth Potter. Yep. More Harry oh, Potter. she's a triathlete. Yeah, she's a triathlete. She's not even like actually just a runner. She's chosen to just commit. To I guess being it's, a it's one of her many disciplines. But yeah, but she ran the five k in I think fourteen minutes forty one. That is quick. That's quick. That's bloody quick. We were just talking about five minute k being pretty quick. That's under three minutes a k. Whew. Yeah. He's like, should we go drop? <laughs> I won't be able to do that. For Did one you see those kilometer. videos of like when um who was the guy that broke the two k marathon? Two-hour marathon, sorry. Elliot Kipchoge. Yeah, and then people would try and recreate his pace on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> like, just average Joe Blows. <laughs> they last. And it's like sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I So, don't. that pace, yeah, I guess anything on three-minute K is quick. 
So yeah, a couple, well, one Australian record and one world record. So surely we're going to be seeing both of those athletes in Tokyo. Maybe. You think? Is, tri- is there a triathlon at the Olympics? Probably not, but... Maybe she'll do some running. I don't know. For sure. Chuck her in. If you're breaking, if you're breaking records, records, surely. <laughs> you surely you just go anything. and pick up a gold. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right, moving on. Um, so we touched on it last week um, briefly. The Australian women's cricket ODI team. Mm. They are on a roll. But last, last week, they 22 in a row. Since then, they've won another two ODIs. So, oh, sorry, one. Yeah, they're up 2 0 against New Zealand, taking them to 23 in a row. Yeah, and looking for 24 today. Today. As we were, well, not as we were recording, the day we were recording later on. Hunting for 24 in a row. So, we're going to talk a little bit more about them in our next drop next week because we're going True. to talk about Team Goats. Greatest of all time teams. Worth a shout for sure. I think they are. Definitely. They, so, I just saw they broke. The previous record was Ricky Ponting's captained uh, men's ODI team yep. in 2003. Well, I guess the years before that had won 21. So they're soaring past that. Oh, yeah. And keep it coming. Why not? I think the World Cup is next year. I'd love to see them just win to the World Cup. Although, actually, I'd be a bit nervous about that. Well, you see it, yeah. I see- don't like a winning streak going into a big event. Well, yeah, I agree, but... We hear about this in a lot, a lot, especially within the NRL, like teams yeah, winning I, all season and then getting to the final. But for me, it's like, keep winning. Just I keep, guess. keep it rolling. Yeah, I guess why not? Week, like, week after week, if you can keep it doing, keep, keep it rolling. Like, I just like, I'd, ideally, I like a loss like a month before the finals. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to refocus. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's like more of a mental thing. Like, okay, maybe we, we're not. Not unbeatable. Um, unbe- unbeatable. So. They are unbeatable at the moment, but I guess if you want to experience continued success in sport, you have to believe that you can lose. That's true. Because you won't prepare properly otherwise. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> keep that in mind for your career as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind for mine. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, all right, let's rip into some NRL. So... Round four last week. We are we are actually recording this on a Saturday, so we're a few games in for round five. Through round five. Um, but round four last week, we didn't see great matches. But what we did see is, I think the biggest points difference across all teams that I we've think seen. So, it's like twenty six or twenty eight. A lot of blowouts. Yeah, a lot of blowouts. And I would probably pick out the only game of the of the week or the weekend being Dragons Knights. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, the best, one of, probably the best game, sorry. I know, you would have liked it. Loved it. <laughs> but despite, other than being just an avid um, Dragon supporter. Fan of the Red V. Fan of the Red V. It was just a tough game. Hard game. So, Bruce Frey looks sad. His Newcastle heritage. Oh. <laughs> well, were you there for like six months? <laughs> Less. <laughs> it's still another Castrian. Just loves the theme. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Dragons taking down Producer Frey's beloved Knights. So. Yeah, it was, it, it was a tough game. The, the Knights have a very good forward pack and the Dragons have a pretty good one too. It was and experience. Tyson the Python's Rizal's first game <laughs> yeah. against his old team. No one calls him Tyson the Python. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do now. We're catching on, mate. Tyson the... You've seen that photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> he's blushing. Oh, he's my favourite player. the time. Even though he's at the Knights now. And playing well, too. Playing very well. But anyway, so there was a bit of feeling in it. And they both matched up. They both went for it. But unfortunately, it was a heap of injuries for the Knights. Heaps. Piercy yeah. tore his pec. Yep. Plummer did a bit of a knee. Tex Hoy. Tex Hoy did a hammy. hammy. Kurt Mann got knocked out. Oh, a bad one, sickeningly. too. Yeah. The thing is, that was, they caught a big scuffle after it. Yeah. Because Ravalawa taunted him a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he was knocked out. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like taunting someone you've knocked out? No. As well, a Dragons fan? Uh, no. <laughs> I did watch the replay. He, I don't think he taunted him on the ground. He just accepted one of the, I think it was another Dragons, whether it was Brother Norm or congratulated Ravalara on the hit. Right. The hitter, which sparked a bit of. To be fair, he did run really hard. And also, did the, you see the Knights looked for a shoulder charge. All four of them? Shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> if you look to, sh- if you look, I think it was just the collision of all of them sort of sandwiching in together, which ended didn't... up Kurt Man found yeah. some sort of elbow or something, and but yeah, obviously I don't condone taunting in that situation, <laughs> and I don't think it happened just yet. A bit of a scuffle. Um, well, good sportsmanship from a few of the players. Yeah, of course. Big Tarek Sims just block human Blocking. shielded nursing. That's classic. You see that in footy a lot. Someone gets hurt. And they scuffle over him on the ground. Yeah, the refs are like, like, man on the ground, man on the ground. boys, relax. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, yeah. Bloody good game in the Dragons. Nice. But yeah, super unlucky for the Knights. I don't know what they're going to do in terms of the season. They said Piercy might be back for round 22. Yeah, it's a long way out. It's a long way out. Ponga's back this week. Ponga's back. But I think it'll have to be... So Blake Green came back from an ACL. And now he's going to have to carry the halves. Yeah. So Connor Watson, I think, is named at six. Connor Watson will be there, I think, for the season. Mr. Versatile. He's great. Can he play every position on the field? Well, he played three positions in one game. He went from <laughs> half to hooker to fullback. I genuinely <laughs> so, think he could play back row, definitely. He, he didn't. He looked a bit more out of place, obviously, at fullback because he just didn't look as smooth. But well, he's, he's still got the job done. He's bulked up a bit for lock. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking pretty big because he can... <laughs> so his bit, his, the goal was to play him lock. Yeah. I've been bitten by the injury bug heaps. Newcastle last year as well. They had all those hookers go down with various serious leg injuries. Yep. It's just outrageous. I, I would really like to see their full team. I'd love to see it because I think they could do some damage. I reckon they're a top four team. They're a good potentially. Looking, especially with that forward pack. Oh, strong forward pack. You got Ponga, Piercy. Mr. Versatile, Mr. Blake Green. <laughs> got Man Tex Hoy just coming in if needed. Braley playing really well. Yeah, so. Bradman Best is injured oh, as well. Oh, God. It's, oh. Mate, they've got so much talent. So, yeah, hopefully they can kind of hang tough for the first part of the season so that when they get their There's probably a spot back. Because there's, there's, there's like a clear... The five or six best teams are a lot better. The Roosters have had a lot of injuries, especially... Do you, do you like how the Dragons in the top eight there? It's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this your goal? should explain for everyone. We've got a magnetic NRL ladder, and Jack has put the Dragons in the top eight. Is this your this dream? Is a, yeah, this is... Well, this seven's fair. That's <laughs> not like I put them in the four. Storm, yeah, Panthers, Raiders, Roosters. Rabbitohs, Eels, Dragons, Titans. He's still back in the Storm to take out the minor premiership. Yeah. I don't like it, though, because I really love the Panthers. Mate, are they ever going to lose again? I don't think so. <laughs> They're outrageous. Well, this goes back to the, the argument we had about Losing before finals is like they didn't lose. Just keep it going. They didn't keep it going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they did keep it going, and then they lost in, yeah, the, in the final. Anyway. Well, anyway, just looping back to the big point differential, people have been talking about it a lot. Do you think there's anything in that gap widening between the good and bad teams? Do you no. think that's a problem that needs to be solved? No, I don't think so. I think it it doesn't happen. It's not like we see it year after year after year. It's getting more common. But it's it's but. on the tale of a rule of the rule change. So do you think That's it's going to keep happening? I don't think so. I think it's more to do with like the timing, not more to do, but the timing of like contracts. Like we're going to see next year heaps of player movement. So a lot of That's players true. there are the doggies. Yeah, you know. that's true. We got um, I think the Tigers are getting a couple more players. So the cows will have a bit of money now, probably. The cows cap dispensation. Yeah, so I think that. Renault it's, might be on the move. It's quite cyclical, like this, the nature of That's the... That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So I don't think it's something to, that they should be getting, like, hyped about. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I think, yeah, we, I think it does suck that there's a big difference. Like, there's a lot of games. Like, for example, there are many games this week that you look at in round five and go, that's going to be a great game. The th- problem is, with these rule changes, when there's a good game, it's really, really good. And you get one or two per weekend Yeah, that are unreal. We had a classic one last night too. Good watch. Yeah. I actually didn't get to watch it, but I think it was good. Yeah, it was good. Watch the highlights. I, was... <laughs> I watched the whole game. Panthers Raiders we're talking about, yeah. presumably. But yeah, you're right. Because so... I don't think... I heard Kempi on Bloke in a Bar said he reckons if, if we cast our minds back to a few years ago with... Big fellas all over the field just grinding out games. We'd go weeks without a really good game to watch. Oh, yeah. I agree. They'd be tight. They'd be tighter in scoreline, but they weren't that entertaining. It was just block plays out the back, 18-12. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's definitely quite entertaining to watch now with this fatigue factor. Like your halves coming in, your your big fellas getting a bit more lean and a bit more shredded and mobile. 
I don't mind the blowout too much. I still enjoy the points getting run in, but it's, it is, it's a bit of a shame when you sort of think going into a game that there can only be one result. Yeah, that's true. But we've also, like, you also see, like, last season, the top eight spot was, like, it's tight. That's true. Still. At the bottom of the back end of the top the dregs eight. dregs is, is like, a bit, hey, go on. The dregs but, is the dregs. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, still from, like, 10, 9, 8, they're still fighting for that eight spot, usually. So, yeah. I think the Sharkies last year were eight, and they went 10 and 10. And they only beat teams outside the top eight. They yeah. were the perfect, they were just <laughs> average. <laughs> the perfectly average team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the start. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, where are we at? So round five coming up. Um, and happening. And happening. So we've had three games already. Bronx got smacked. Yep. As per <laughs> as per usual. And we've also had. So we tipped. So Broncos Rabbitohs. We tipped Rabbitohs. Yep. And well, they did Pretty get. They tip. got. They got. It is an easy tip, and it was a convincing win in the end. But they showed glimpses of what. You know the Bronx. Yeah, they had. They've got potential. They're having a good. They had a good ten minutes against the Storm too. <laughs> it's just getting Can we shorten the games. Blandies, yeah. <laughs> or even just do quarters. <laughs> they would love that. Just like a five minute like quarter break. Um, Blandies, come on, give Blandies, us- give us a look. <laughs> Make it a ten minute game, and the Bronx could be top of the table. Could do actually. Actually, probably not still. <laughs> They might be picking up draws. Yeah, um, but they showed glimpses. So 10 nil, the Rabbits went up. The Bronx came back with a strong try. What a try! Hung in there. A few errors crept in. Rabbits scored once, and then a, and then yeah, a, a two point field a goal. Two point field goal from first of the new era. Do you reckon? So Reynolds had a pretty good performance, and there's been a lot of talk last week. Really about, good. He scored tries the past two like weeks. He, I think he made a he made a fair few errors as per usual, being that kind. Of, type of half. He's on the ball all the time. They've got to re-sign him. It's a joke. One what? more year. What is he? He's 30, 30 now or 32 so he wants, now? So the club are willing to sign him for a year extension, but he wants two. Well, apparently they apparently they made a rule they won't do any signings for 30-year-olds over one year because of Greg Inglis and Sam Burgess. They got burnt, obviously signing them on long deals and they both ended up medically retired or retired, forced into retirement. Two years is fine. Yeah, if you're offering him one year, like, what's the worst that can happen in two years? He's obviously playing their favourites for the Premiership this year. He's going to be yeah. as good next year. Yeah. And then if you have one year on the tail end where he's like, not why quite would you as take, good. Why would you take it away from him? When why they... would you be... Mate, he's a bunny. He's from Redfern. Yeah. He's literally a junior. This, this is a good point it, on Freddie in the eighth. Joey was talking about if you're a junior and you've been at a club, like, he's been at the club for, what, 10 plus years? Oh, yeah. Plus, he's a, yeah, he's a local. He shouldn't even count on the cap. No, exactly. I actually back that. Yeah. If you can, it, you should get, because for one thing, it draws fans to the game. If you have someone that sticks at the club, mm. they're immediately a fan favorite, like the Don on the Gold Coast. I don't know if he's a junior. <laughs> but he's been there for that long. He's he been well there a be. while. If you can stick for that long, you I should. reckon your contract, at least some of it should not count against the cap. Well, I, I agree. And there's a big talk at the moment about like recruiting players and not building a big enough or the Panthers do it really well. They have a really good junior base in Newcastle. Yeah, there, there are so, so many of them. If, you incorporate, the if you incorporate that rule, it's going to force clubs to try and build and try and keep players. Retain their local talent. Exactly. Which is like, it can only be a good thing. Yeah. They're all, the players that stay at their clubs, they usually end up like, look at Hindy. <laughs> <laughs> Hindy is elevated in the Eels fans eyes. Cause it's just, I don't think he, he didn't come as a junior. He came in, what, like he was 17 or something? A bit later, yeah. But he's, st- he's stuck there. If you can play at a club for that long, you've got to be rewarded because it's good for the game. Oh, 100%. Like, I don't like the... I don't... Like, look at the NBA right now. Every year, five of the best 10 guys sh- shift teams. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I don't. I, I don't s- like it at all. I saw an ad for, like, 2K17 the other day, and every player was in the in ad a was on a team. different team. <laughs> it's like, this is out... Some of them two teams ago. Like, it's a bit of... They're chasing rings and they're chasing bigger contracts. Yeah. And there's no... It's just like friendships because they're like, oh, I played with him in AAU. Yeah. I'd love to go play with him. Fair enough. But Le- it's just and LeBron's not... a classic example for that, like recruiting. Yeah, just whoever mates. he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough. If you want to try to win a ring. Let's but as a, as a fan, it just doesn't fire me up as much as following someone for like 10 plus years. Yeah. No, but yeah, going back to the Reynolds situation, like if you've just got to sign him, he's like 
your junior, your best. Is and like Joey in that set, kicking halfbacks just don't grow on trees. I don't know you who they think is gonna. Who's gonna come in? Like and he's do not. It. Cody Walker is not gonna play the Reynolds role. No, that's not what he does. He's. It's like. It, I don't think this would happen to him. But all all the like, look at Milford. Milford hasn't been as good since he had a dominant half. As soon as he's been asked, direct the team around. Do your running game still? All the fifth tackle kicks. Yeah. It's like oh, all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, oh, he's not delivering. Well, it's yeah. not his. It shouldn't not his be his job. job. No, his job should be run off Ben Hunt and find uh, offloads yeah, I up like the to, middle. I like to think of Milford in more of like a Jerome Luai role. Would, he sh- yes, he would. So he you, should you be. need you need a Cleary like player to come in. I guess that's what they thought Brody Croft would deliver. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really like Brody. I don't think he's. I don't. I think they've sort of misinterpreted his skill set. He's more of a ball runner as well. So, yeah, I don't know what he's doing off. The, like, he's not impactful off the bench at the moment. Like, I guess Kevy's just trying to be loyal. Like, Kevy's doing a loyalty thing where he's like, "I oh, will keep you in the team," but you could probably pick a like Corey Pakes or something. Yeah, at fourteen. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, so I think if you put, if you take away Reynolds, Walker might struggle a little bit more. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I just think he might struggle a tiny bit. Yeah, I'd agree. I it wouldn't just ask puts him more to, pressure on him. I wouldn't ask him to do which too is much. like. It's exactly what you mentioned about the Milford situation, but um, yeah, I I I do want to see. Obviously, we want to see Milford find a bit of form again. But me too. Oh God, it's a bit of a lost cause. I think. Stop it. <laughs> There's glimpses. Take it back. <laughs> There's glimpses. But he just reminds me so much of um. Well, I saw this like I read a comment the other day on Luai, and one of the comments was, "God, Luai's form reminds me of Milford's 2016 form." <laughs> it's like. That is a yeah. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Where like is that. where's that? Still in there. Anyway, so um, moving on from that, we've also had Warriors Manly. I tipped Manly. Oh, and going back to Reynolds, did we mention he's only two point conversion. The first two point field goal. Field goal of the new era. Yeah, I think they used to be two points, and they changed the rule because some bloke kicked like five. It was just a sign in a like, game. The whole contract thing, and he just. Kicked his two-pointer. so and, sweetly. Oh. I think he kissed his badge when he scored a try last week as well. Come on. Come on. Give us a look. <laughs> um, Warriors Manly. Tight. Yeah, I, I, was, I was out last night, so I didn't get to see any of the games. But I, I watched it. Good job. Quiet night in. <laughs> good game? Pretty hard game, actually. It was a really good game. Um, I tipped the Warriors, um, but Manly took their first win of the season. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a shank. Field um field goal off Cherry Evans' boot so and didn't they didn't they enjoy it today <laughs> yeah I haven't watched the highlights yet I'm really keen no it was good uh thirteen twelve it was so yeah pretty good win by Manly and a well needed one um last night again Panthers Raiders probably so far match of the round yeah it of, looked like in it. terms of physicality so it did look like oh, Apparently, I tipped the Raiders on this one. <laughs> on the Footy Tips app, it says you tipped the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I good think... tip, mate. <laughs> yeah. I think they were just good value. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were pretty good value. They were, they were great like $3 value. Dollars something. Yeah, yeah, $3.20 or something. That's so, good value. Not that I was getting money from the tipping comp. but <laughs> You always got to think value. I was tip. trying to tip against... Yeah, how am I, I like gonna... to find two good value tips. Yeah, like how are you going to gain points on the rest of the field? That's your match. On me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in a two-person <laughs> tipping comp. <laughs> Are we actually? No one else re-signed up. I'm, I'm talking directly to you right now. Danny boy, yeah. Benny, yeah. Gilly, Ken. Yeah. Where are you? Boof. Boof. I don't know if Boof was ever in. Get oh, him in though. Give dog. us a look. Give us a look. We're just in here competing amongst ourselves. Automatic podium. That, that feels good. I think it's kind of my fault. I think I didn't really. I initiated <laughs> the last one. I didn't really follow up on it. I could have initiated. Anyway. Um... Raiders started off red hot. Both teams, a bit of drop ball from the Panthers in the first 15, 20 minutes. But once they got going, gee, it was crazy to watch. It was just like another master, another masterclass from... Didn't Luai grubber to himself? Yeah, on the first tackle. I think he might be my favorite player in he's, the NRL right now. Mine, or probably second behind Brian Toto. Oh. Yeah, he's in my top two as well. Mate, he's <laughs> like, he reminds me a little bit of the cheese, but just more of a specimen. I'll take it back. Cheese is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Cheese is my favorite. <laughs> it's a good top three. Jerome is my second favorite. Number three. Milf. <laughs> still. Still. 
I just love him. Oh. I love that cheeky face. Oh, he is cheeky. He's cute, isn't he? <laughs> Put him in the Bloat FC. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Give us a look. Um, Who is the 5'8 for Bloat FC? I know Johnson's in the halves. Johnson was halfback and 5'8 was... Yeah, I can't remember. Was it Jerome? No. Anyway, we'll come back to it. I'll look it up. Have a look. Um, but yeah, Jerome, Luai, and well, I guess it's coming off the back of Nathan Cleary. He's been steering the ship beautifully. They've got an unbelievable forward pack, kick out. James Fisher-Harris is next level. I think, could he be, is he the best prop in the comp? I reckon. And he proved, so he, he had a drop ball. They got up the other, they got up to Canberra's end. They were down and he dropped the ball like a sitter. The whole match after that, he probably had a man of the match performance. He just was. He just, just had, ripped in. He just ripped in. It was unbelievable to see. So, um, yeah, the forward pack going strong. The halves unbelievable. Jerome Luai linking up with Cleary, just like and Cleary and Luai just playing off the cuff footy. Everyone's calling it, like I said before, Milford twenty sixteen esque. So, <laughs> bring it on, Milford twenty. What's uh, up? How how long do you reckon? How many? more matches until the Panthers take a loss because they're the only undefeated team at the moment. It's the first time in their club's history that they've gone five from five at the start of the season, and, so that's pretty... And they've already beaten Storm. It would probably be a top pick for taking them out. That's but their next matches are Broncos, Knights, Eagles, win, who they've already thrashed. Win, win. Sharks. Win. Titans. Win. Rabbitohs. <laughs> Tough one, but that a win. Be, that's not till the end of May. Dogs. Dogs. Win. Tigers, Win. Sharks, Roosters, Eels. Like, they've, they've got a couple of months of potential win streak. Man. I don't, see, I don't know they, who they, could be. I reckon they should just, like, try and put in a loss. You know? I'm telling you. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> should lose to the Broncos. Jeez, imagine. <laughs> a tactical Ambush? Loss. I'm sniffing an ambush there. Well, they're playing at Suncorp next week, mate. Here we go. Absolutely. Wait, what's, next, what's the date next week? Thursday, 15th. 7.50 p.m. See you there. We might even take the podcast set up. To Suncorp next week, so you're I'll just going to hear people. a lot of me yelling, "Give us a look!" <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of, "I think Ricky waved at me." <laughs> Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. <laughs> oh god! All right, let's quickly run through the rest of the games um, for round five. So our tips, our tips. Next up, so we've got uh, Titans Knights. So probably another potentially really good I think game this could coming be a good game, up. Yeah, so I'm obviously the Knights have lost a lot of players, but I still think they've got players around the park that can put in. They still got a really good forward pack. Blake Green and Connor Watson is a it's a serviceable half combo and Pong are out the back. It's good enough to get a win. Especially with Pong. Pong is gonna be keen as to get back on and a goosey here and there. Goosey. That goosey. said, I'm tipping the Titans. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> right them. I'm tipping the Titans as well. Um I think they're just going unbelievably and their forward pack's just next level. Oh. I don't second know how much second and none at the moment, so you can whack lyrical about them non stop. We got to keep it moving. Do we? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Bulldog Storm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> However, having said that, the dogs are going to have a pretty good team. Next For a second, year. I thought it was 2012, and I was like, "Did I tip the dogs?" And I was yeah. like, oh no, it's 2021, <laughs> and they're really bad. Yeah. Sorry, Chelsea. They'll be listening. <laughs> That's unlucky. Does Hazem still play for him? <laughs> um, but next year, mate, they're going to have a cracker team. The Fox coming in. The Fox. Um. I forgot his name. Headgear for the Panthers. Burton. Burton. Unbelievable Speaking player. of the dogs, you see Hetherington go for a shoulder charge last week and miss. Miss. And got <laughs> penalised for it. <laughs> That's the dogs it's all the, over. It's the first time I've tried to do a foul <laughs> and so, miss. Apparently, you can get penalised for trying to do things. <laughs> God. Oh, God. That sucks. But it's like, that's, that's just their season. He just loaded up. And he probably brushed him. Probably got a shirt on shirt. <laughs> that was enough. That's Attempted murder. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, you know what? And that still counts. Get in <laughs> the bin. Hopawade was like, he missed him. <laughs> what are you talking about? He missed him. And the ref's like, nah. He looked for it. He looked for it. It was, in, it was intent. It was intent. Attempted murder. Um, perfectly yeah. phrased. Yeah. Uh, next, after that, I think on Saturday, Super Saturday, tomorrow, Roosters Sharks. Today. Oh God! Today, <laughs> oh mate, losing. You know, it's that's easy. on me. Yeah. That's on me. <laughs> that's, I've lost track of a day. Um, today, roosters. Yeah, final. Is it today, roosters sharks? 
I think so. Um, I think so too. I think it's the last game. But of the yeah, night. we're going Roosters. However, Sharks. This could be. This could be sharks have some value there. Could be a bogey win here for you know because the Sharks is problem is I tipped the Warriors last week because I was like rookie halves. The Warriors should just get them on experience. The Roosters are just so disciplined. Yeah, they are, but it like didn't even matter. Do you look at what the Sharks did last week in terms of putting on like forty plus points? It's the cows though. Yeah. Sorry, cows. <laughs> still, still, it's like beating the Bronx. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to read into it's, it. It's true. It's like I tipped the bunnies in round three, but there were some good tries because the Roosters had had two big wins, but they had beaten like Greg's team. Yeah, that's true. So you was, have to think about this. I did watch it. Like half the tries were soft, but there were still like three or four. They do look good. good. Tries they are there. looking pretty good. The Sharkies. So, I'm still tipping the Roosters, and I hope so for bloody Matt Moylan. I love Maddie Moylan. The next Darren Lockyer? Yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting. Still waiting. Um, but yeah, tipping the Roosters. Um, Tigers, Cows. I mean, at some point, the Cows have to bounce. Tamalolo's back. That's true. That's a big in. At some point, the Cows have to bounce back a bit. Surely. They've still got players, mate. Like, they've still got... Um, well, I know they, we've they lost... Have to I know make we've the, just they have lost... to make the top eight, so... <laughs> yeah. I know we've just lost Mick, but... they got to kick at some point. You know, they got some... Cal Holmes, like... Good players around Drink the park. Water. Drink water. Jake Hampton. Granville. Off the bench, I think. Yeah, but still. Still. Anyway, but, I'm tipping the Tigers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry, Queensland. But I'm presuming at some point the cows will bounce. So one of these weeks. The Tigers, if they're going to get someone... Actually, no. It's at Leichhardt. Sunday yeah. Arvo at Leichhardt. And plus... After the Wests have had a big week. West, yeah, big it's week. It's going to be an emotional game out there. 100%. So they're going to lift. Yeah. Tigers. So, Tigers. And... Eels, dragons, one, two, three, dragons. <laughs> I got, I got blown. Sorry, I couldn't lift in time. I'm tipping the eels. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. This will be a good game. I, I think. actually think it could be a good game. Yeah, the dragons could. are, they're beating, not the best teams, but they're getting wins. I think, yeah. So what else can they do? You know, well, you have to beat who's in front of you. Well, they showed the classic case of um the forwards winning the game and the backs deciding by how much. They showed that last week. That was good. Wow, look at you. I heard that from Joey. A couple oh. weeks ago. Not going to claim it as my own. But I, I loved it. I think he got it from Gordy, actually. Stop it. Yeah, he was explaining on Freddie in the 8th. He's like, one of the best quotes I got from Gordy is that the forwards decide who's going to win the game and the backs and halves decide by how much. I back that. Yeah. That's really good. So that's, I reckon that's going to be the case here, Dragons-Eels. That's a good battle in the forwards too. Yeah. The Eels... Junior Paulo and RCG well, the Eagles are, a classic. are going crazy. And Nathan Brown. Oh, God. And the Eels are a classic example of the forwards getting it done and the backs just loading up on it. So hey, They have such... Junior Paulo, RCG, Nathan Brown in the back row, Madison and Lane, and Papa Lee off the bench. Oh. But... <laughs> I want to... i got to ask you this. So going back to Josh Papa Lee. Yeah. Why have they changed his pronunciation? I read an interview. Apparently, he was Papali. Apparently, he's been asking them for years. He's been saying to them, "It's Papali'i," (laughs) and they've done nothing about it. (laughs) And finally, they've agreed to do it. So apparently, that's actually just how it's said. All right. Anyway. So. Anyway. So we we have to accept that. Yeah, it just threw me off. I was like, "What? (laughs) Who's that?" Um. But yeah, eels, dragons. You've tipped eels. I'm gonna tip. Dragons. I'm keen to watch it though. Great, it'll be, That'd be a good, good game. Good, yeah, one two to good, watch. two good Sunday games. Hopefully, how good Sunday afternoon footy? Oh, it's got such a good vibe. Hopefully, oh. it's sun shining. Oh, I'd love that. Wow. So that's us for round five. So just to round it out, we've already had the first three games, but coming up, Titans Knights, tipping both of us Titans. Mm-hmm. Storm to beat the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Both of us Roosters to beat the Sharks. Yep. Tigs. Tigers, and then the only diff- differing from um, both of us is Eels Dragons. So, yeah. bring it on. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big one. I need to gain back some points from our tipping comp. So, that's it. That's it. And we got a couple last notes from producer Frey. What have you got for us, mate? Just about all the highlights of the week. This one's maybe not <laughs> specifically sport related, oh, but Jack, you were a good sport oh, about it. Yeah, I had a I had a hit on Pat Rafter Arena this week. How was it? Unbelievable. Was there an echo to the Yeah, ball? I was just about to say, wasn't that an over underrated was it an over underrated question? Indoor courts. Indoor, indoor it courts. was definitely. Yeah. Underrated. 
More so. Did it sound crisp <laughs> off the bat? It sounded crisp off the bat, yeah. So had a, had a little hit on Pat Rafter Arena and with listener of the show and aspiring young gun, Max Clayton Hill. Max Clayton, yeah. Are you going to say aspiring friend of the show? Oh, friend of the show. <laughs> he's made it. <laughs> and Maxie, you wouldn't believe it, he's got a one-handed backhand. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you don't see him enough these days, mate. <laughs> You would say that, though. <laughs> Why? Well, because I had him by myself. Did you force him into a one No, it was Taylor. Taylor coaches Magic that. Magic up, Max, gave yeah, him so. Local legend. So, yeah. Local legend. Friend of the show and star oh, yeah. of the show. Good on you, Max. Keep up the tennis, mate, and you're playing well, so keep keep it rolling. I know I was listening to those. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only one that would have made it this far through the podcast. Um, but that that rounds us out. So, yeah, some few highlights of the week. Not, not a huge week. Um, what about my social netball, mate? It's on the Matt's written it down. Producer Frey has written it down. Rushed me. (laughs) All right, how'd you go? We lost score. It was forty-two fourteen. Did you defend again? Uh, I played center first half. Oof. And then I was spent, so I benched myself. (laughs) (laughs) Executive decision. I went. I can't. Time out. I'm out. Did the ankle socks help? No. That's where you went wrong, mate. You need to get the length on them. I went high socks first week and we got dusted as well. But, yeah, so. but, but not as much. Yeah, I think it was about the same. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need, I don't know. I don't know what we need. We need something. Gilly Training. played this week, which was good. Did he? Height. Oh, I true. was just feeding him in. Big, big tall entry passes. Yeah. Didn't work. I mean, we still lost. But anyway, onwards. Did you have fun? Yeah. Not convincing. But I'd love a win. win. <laughs> yeah. I did still have fun, but I'm looking forward to our it's first It's funner win. when you win, isn't it? It definitely is. <laughs> but netball was the winner. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, and that's pretty much it. So we got the... What's going on here? Mick Fanning. So we've talked about him. He starts on what, the 16th? 16th. So that's oh, next week. week. Next week. Right so that's next week. So look out for Mick. Um, and then and also a shout out, and hopefully we see some good things from the Aussie golfers at the Masters this week. So cool. we'll, we'll bring you some information and some... Yeah, some more on the golf next week, potentially, depending on how the Aussies go. <laughs> it catches our interest. <laughs> yeah. um, otherwise, there are highlights. And thanks, Gus, for joining me on another chat. Thank you. And especially thank you, thank you producer Frey, for helping, us, for helping us put this podcast together. So, boys, thank you. And we'll see you next week. Can't wait. 